That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, this is Pia Baranchini, and welcome to Everything is the Best, the podcast where I get vulnerable and make others do it with me. The goal here is to deep dive into interesting people's journeys, finding common denominators, and hopefully making you feel not so alone. So let's laugh, let's cry, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Hello, my darlings. Devin Breckman is an influencer, model, and co-founder of Monday Swimwear. I've been in this world of fashion, Instagram, PR, you know, all this stuff for a long time. And there are times when you meet someone that is just a damn fresh breath of air. And that is... Devin. Raised in one of my favorite towns in the world, Paia Maui, Devin made her way to LA where she and her best friend, Tasha, started shooting, producing, and modeling for various swim brands before starting their blog, A Bikini A Day, which later led them to founding Monday Swimwear. I love the way that these two women were able to turn what they love doing most into a wildly successful business. Also, Monday Swimwear is one of the only swimwear brands that makes me and my mom feel very good. I highly, highly recommend. Enjoy. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on the pod, Devin. I love you. Thank <laughs> you for having me. I'm honored. Honestly, I really am. I adore you. Oh, I lo- I'm like your biggest fan too. I really. <laughs> Just no, so truly, world- I, I am your biggest fan. And it's so <laughs> funny because I was thinking about this like before we started and it's just, I'm so happy that you and I have become like actually good friends now mm-hmm. for everybody listening. Pia and I are actually <laughs> real friends. Um, and just even before we got close, like you as an influencer and you as an entrepreneur and everything that you do is so refreshing to me. And oh, I think that's why I'm drawn doing. to you because you're so real, you're authentic, you value family, you value your you know, husband, you have a beautiful daughter, <laughs> you have incredible taste, your whole home, everything. So like truly, I'm a huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I also have to say, we just gas each other up for a minute. Um, you're the nicest person in the world. Like it's, uh, it's like honestly unbelievable. And I remember you guys, the first revolve trip you guys did was a long time ago. And yeah. it, you know, I, I've, I've only been on like two trips. So obviously I wasn't on the trip, but I saw that you guys were there and I immediately text like the, the team and Risa. And I was like, what are they like in real life? <laughs> <laughs> and, and Risa was like, they are Devin and Tosh are so fucking cool. They were such a value add. They ate real food. They partied. (laughs) They were like, like, everyone was like, they eat. Like, (laughs) you know, you like go on these trips and people are Mm -hmm. like picking at things or whatever. You see someone like trying to, and everyone was so, so I was so excited when we became like real life friends. And even Davide is like your biggest fan. (laughs) I mean, he's like, Devin. Same to him. I'm obsessed. (laughs) So, Okay. You're from my favorite place in the world. So I really, obviously, you know, to everybody, all the millions of people who follow you, see you being beautiful and living in LA and having this really cool life where you travel all the time. And I, I, I mean, I know little bits, but like, I'm dying to know how that came to be. And then I also really, especially want to talk about like Monday swim is like, not like a fun side thing. Like this is like a multi-million dollar business that you guys are running. Thank you. I know it's crazy. Every day I wake up and I'm like, (laughs) what? You know, because yeah, like you said, at the end of the day, I'm just 
like an island girl from Maui. And <laughs> I, I never in a million years would have dreamed of everything that Tosh and I have done together. So I, I genuinely feel really grateful. Like last year I turned 30 and I feel like my 30s are now a time when I can stop being selfish and kind of like, I don't know, think about other things in life than just myself. You know, I've been grinding and grinding and grinding and it's like gave me this whole reflection on everything that I've done in my life so far. And it's, it really is something, you know, to be proud of. And I feel, absolutely, um, I feel really lucky to be in the position I am, I'm in, I am in, but, um, yeah, I mean, it really started with how I grew up. So, I mean, I literally was in a bikini every single day from the time I was like, when my family moved to Hawaii until I was where did they move I, from so I was born in Oakland okay my mom and dad met in um acting school in San Francisco my dad was <laughs> a yoga teacher <laughs> your dad's so, by the way also at some point I would like to party with your dad if, if I can uh, he's the best <laughs> he is literally the best so my parents met in San Francisco my sister was born in San Francisco we moved to Oakland I was born at home, literally in San Francisco. And now that I'm like in this, in the space where I'm like thinking about children and a lot of my friends are having kids and you just had a baby. (laughs) I'm like, this is so irresponsible, mom, that you had me at home. I know it's like what people, I mean, I know people like, I'm like, she's like, I had the midwife and the doctor. I'm like, you are insane. But (laughs) I also think it's why I'm such a homebody. (laughs) Oh yeah, of course. I mean, a lot of people we know had home births and People we know are giving, are having home births. And, you know, Did if you, you ever have, consider that? Yeah. At first, I was like, I'm going to give birth at home. And I all I used to watch YouTube videos of women giving birth at home. And I'd be like, I want that. Like, I want to do that. I want that. And then after four hours of contractions, I looked mm. at everyone and said, if I don't get an epidural, I'm going to kill myself and my unborn child. Just like I, a movie. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, I'm tapping out. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm honestly, I'm terrified of giving birth because everybody's story is so different. It's and like my, my sister just had her first baby. So I'm now an auntie, which is like the funnest thing ever. But, um, she was a month early, so it just came, but it happened like in four hours. So it was relatively easy and she's oh, smaller, yeah. but I'm like, can't imagine having, and when I was holding her, I was like, I can't imagine pushing something double the size I know. out. I know. So anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, my mom, my mom had me at home and my dad randomly got a job transfer to Oahu, which oh. was like, he worked for some health club or something like that. I'm actually still not even hundred percent what it was, but my parents are, you know, super open-minded. They're both from North or Southern California. So yeah, we moved to Hawaii. <laughs> but you ended up in Maui. Yeah. So we lived in Oahu for two years and then we ended up moving to Maui, which is like where I consider my home. That's where my heart is. That's where, you know, I consider like, you know, that's, that's what made me who I am is living in Hawaii. And did people for people who haven't been to Hawaii. So every Island is very different. Mm-hmm. Oahu mm-hmm. is my brother lived there for 10 years. It's like a metropolitan city. I mean, oh, it's he like, a, yeah, he lived in, he's in, he lived in Pearl Harbor. He was stationed there and he lived on a boat yeah. in Pearl Harbor for 10 years. So, yeah, I mean, Waikiki is like the Rodeo Drive of Hawaii. There's like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a ton of tourists. It's exactly what you think, like Waikiki, when you think of like, you know, all of the tourists surfing and the shore and the big hotel. And, you know, it's very like everyone goes to Dukes and orders Mai Tais. (laughs) And like, I love that about Hawaii. But, you know, to me, I'm like, that's touristy and cheesy but then there are other parts of Oahu that are super cool like if you go to the North Shore yeah that's where Pipeline is that's where all of the major surf competitions are and then there's there's just beautiful aspects of every single island but Oahu's definitely the more like touristy and yeah like you said metropolitan city island and then you have Maui which is kind of an in-between of all the islands because also the terrain on Maui like you can drive the entire island in probably like six hours, but I, I have um, twice. David and I did yeah. it. Yeah. And so you've seen it. Like you'll you'll drive an hour and it'll be like lush jungle, Jurassic Park type yes. of, you know, scenery. And then you turn the corner, it's like you're on Mars. I was gonna say there's that whole part that's like you're on it's like Mars. I mean it's like driving in Mars. It's and then what yeah. I love about Paia 
is mm-hmm. that side of the aisle. It almost looks like Jamaica or something. Like it's all these like little tiny craftsman house that are really brightly yeah. colored. There's that one main road. And then up from Paye is Makawao, which yeah. is complete like, oh my God. The last time we were there, we drove up to Makawao because there's a restaurant that I love up there. And you know, all the cute, there's like a cute little shop that I like. And then we watched all these young kids were doing like horse races. Uh, yeah, so we that's watched these, like, at the polo field. That's it was at so the polo funny. field. Yeah, so that's that side of the island is like technically considered upcountry, and that's where I grew up. So my first job was in Paia. All of the trouble I got into was in Paia. Willie Nelson <laughs> owns a bar in Paia. <laughs> yes, I, yeah. So I, it's so funny that you just said that because I actually smoked weed with him once when I was like way too young. Uh, <laughs> That's so who but else? There's like, like one other cool. It was like him and um, I can't remember. There's like one other famous actor, but it's so small and it's so it's so special. It's a positive yeah. energy vortex. It really is. And like the Aloha spirit really is something that exists, you mm-hmm. know, and it really does exist. Everybody is so nice. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody is so warm and so helpful and everybody's family. Yeah, it really is like, you know, an island mentality. It's like you can't leave the house without seeing someone, you know, which eventually you do get island fever. I mean, I, I got island fever because I knew what else was out there. I'm from California. So every summer I would go see my, my cousins in California and I, I would have like a lot of exposure to the mainland. So yeah. I always kind of knew that I wanted to leave, but I'm always yearning to go back. Like I'm always homesick. Like I've been homesick for the past year because of COVID and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I just, every time I go back there, I kind of feel like I can reset, you know? Yeah, of course. So what did you, how did you get off of the island? (laughs) Also, can I like sidetrack really quick? What's it like (laughs) trying to go to high school when you live in Maui? Like it was sitting in class insane. I would be like, let me out of here. I hated school (laughs) outside the window flashing me right now. He's so (laughs) stupid. Um, (laughs) I was like, can you go take Walter for a walk? I'm doing a podcast. Um, So yeah, I was, I was never like into school. You Mm -hmm. know, I went to a college preparatory private, private school in Hawaii because my parents, you know, being from California, they wanted me to have a really, really strong education they were very pro-education. To be completely honest, like kids get in a lot of trouble in Hawaii because there's literally nothing to do. Of course. So, you know, you are going to parties in the cane fields or on the beach or sneaking wow. out with your friend. I mean, that's all very normal high school stuff, but I feel like it's exasperated in Hawaii because there's literally like nothing it's, else to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, my high school experience was really interesting because it was very like hands-on and my, my high school was beautiful. Like when I go back now, it's like, you can see there's a huge view of the entire Island. And it's Mm. like, it was just such like a magical, beautiful experience that I look back on now. And I'm like, why was I such a little shit, (laughs) you know, but I hated it. I hated school. I hated discipline. I hated the structure. Um, and I actually ended up (laughs) dropping out. No, really? Yeah. A lot of people don't know this, but I ended up getting my GED and ending early because I was so over it. And yeah. What, how old were you when you did that? I was 17. Yeah. Okay. So you didn't have that much more left. Yeah. I mean, I was, my, I was really, really independent. I, I, since I was like 12, I was like, I don't want anything to do with my parents. I don't want anything. I don't want anyone telling me what to do. Like, and my parents definitely fought that for the first few years because, you know, they didn't want me to get in trouble and stuff. And they're good parents. <laughs> um, and then once I turned 16, I think they realized that I'm capable of taking care of myself to a certain degree. And then, yeah, I ended up just being, I ended up transitioning to homeschooling and this wasn't because my school sucked or anything. My school was amazing. I was having the best education I could have asked for. Like kids from my school are going to Harvard and Brown and things like oh, this. Wow, so, yeah. yeah. So I was really lucky to have, you know, a strong education, but at a certain point, I was like, I am so antsy to get off this island. I want to do something with my life. Like I just, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I was just like, I was just getting antsy. Mm-hmm. Um, and my parents recognized that. And they, they were, you know, following my sister around. My sister ended up going to Portland for college and my parents would go and visit her. 
and they loved Portland so much, they ended up buying um, a wine bar out there and opening up a wine bar. So yeah, so my parents were doing long distance. My mom was like with me waiting for me to finish school while my dad was doing the business in Portland and they would switch. And I was like, why don't you just go be with dad? I was like, I don't, I'm fine. Like, just go. And and then I I don't know how I did it, but I convinced them to leave me on this. (laughs) (laughs) But okay, so our house was set up. um, Like once my sister moved out, I got to live in her like Ohana, which in in Hawaii, it's basically like a cottage. Mm -hmm. So the Ohana house was like, you have a cottage, you have your own bathroom. Like I had a little standalone house on our property. So I was like, mom, I'm fine. You can rent out the main house. Like, mm. I, I don't know how they, how I pulled this off, but they literally left me there for like a year. And it was like, honestly, one of the best years. Uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I had so much fun, but I was never like disrespectful to them. You yes, know what yeah. I mean? Like I was always a good daughter. I just had a real rebellious streak. So I think they recognized that like, I was not going to comply with them. Mm. So they were like, Okay, peace. And then I ended up, I ended up moving to LA a year later anyway. So yeah, that's kind of. And how, how what did you want to do in LA? Like, what were you doing when you got here? I mean, I was convinced that I wanted to be a photographer. That's what I wanted to do when I left Hawaii. Yeah. But I had no idea really what that entailed. I knew that I wanted to be in a creative field. I knew that I wanted to work for myself, but I've honestly kind of always lived day by day. I've mm-hmm. always kind of just lived in the moment, which is interesting. And it's interesting to reflect back on because I was never like, oh, I really want to do this with my life. And this is what I was going to become. I just, I knew I liked photography. It was one thing that I felt passionate about. And I knew I wanted to get to LA. So I was like, okay, let's just run with this. Like, mm-hmm. So I enrolled in um, college and started studying photography. And I was like, this is so rad. It was actually really cool and really amazing because I got to learn a lot of like technical stuff about the camera and, you know, about depth of field and and about perspective. And I actually learned how to use the camera properly. You learn about a bunch of history. And then I did some really cool film classes where you're actually developing your photos in the darkroom. And like the whole experience was just so cool, Mm -hmm. but it kind of made me not want to do it. You know what I mean? Like I was like, I was like, okay, this is like a major hobby of mine. And I'm like, I love doing it. But the thought of like competing with all these huge photographers in LA that like have done this their entire life. And I'm like a 17 year old from Maui who thinks I know how to take a good photo. You know what I mean? Like it was just like, I was like looking at at like Mario Testino and Annie Lebowitz and like thinking like, oh, this whole dream. And then I got to LA and I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. This is is not what I'm going to do with my life. Um, And then from there, I just, I kind of bopped around with like my major. I switched to um, business or no, I switched to English and then I switched to business. And I was just kind of doing these more general majors where, uh, you know, I could give myself the space to figure it out. And I'm very happy that I did that because obviously my business degree has come um, in handy. But even throughout college, I was constantly like antsy to just get out of the classroom. I hated doing the homework. I hated writing the papers. I'm the same. Our next partner has a product that I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens, oh my God, years ago at this point because I just wasn't sure in my busy schedule, no matter how healthy I ate, that I was really getting everything that I needed. You know, supplements can be confusing. How many should I take? Supplements can be confusing. I just wanted to make sure that my baseline was good and anything extra was like extra credit. And so I really feel like waking up and taking one really honestly delicious scoop of athletic greens is the perfect baseline for health because you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and my favorite adaptogens, which really help with my mood. And it really just starts your day right. This special blend supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus. I mean, aging, everything. It's the best just in a glass of water in the morning, but you can also add it to any smoothie, you know, 
just get that stuff in your body. It really benefits me personally when it comes to my digestion. I know that my mom feels like she's ticking all her boxes in terms of like probiotics and aging stuff. It's lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, you are good. It contains less than one gram of sugar. There are no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, no artificial anything. It supports better sleep quality and recovery, which you know is so important. Helps with mental clarity. It's just the one thing that has all the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best and products really based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. It's the best. Right now, it is time to reclaim your health. Like I can't keep saying enough, 2022. (laughs) Arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in your water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash best four. Again, that's athleticgreens.com best and the number four to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Cole. As a leading functional medicine practitioner, I have had the unique position to see so many alchemize their pain and health problems to their purpose. Now I want the same for you. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers, where there is a fresh infusion of grace and lightness into wellness. This is the art of being well. Join me every Thursday for a new episode. And now it's hard. Do you have actually... Do you have a hard time? No, this is like a a very, I always wonder this and I don't, I feel like we all like, you know, a lot of what we do overlaps, but I don't feel like I ever talked to anybody about it. Like when I have to like turn in content, it feels like homework. Yeah, it does. It's that same feeling of like, okay, can you like write the caption to like, you know, get this approved? And I'm like, and it's, it's takes me two seconds and it's, you know, something that I obviously very much enjoy doing, but there's this like, <laughs> tingly feeling in the back of my head before I sit down and do it. That's just like, oh, somebody's telling me to like complete something in like a timely manner, yeah, which is or, like all I do, by the way, because I have yeah. fucking, we, we work all day long and like, our, but there's that still that like flashback to like high school. I know, especially when you work with the super corporate companies that like need everything like perfectly lined out. Um, but it's also interesting when you're like, nearing a deadline and you haven't done it and you start getting that anxiety like when you have a paper due and you're cramming it. Yes, it's totally the same feeling. It's the same with turning in the podcasts for me always because it's like I finish up and then I have to do so much back-end work to like get them to my producer and I'm always late because obviously I have a million things to do but it's like and then I send it off and I'm like, oh, it's done. It feels like I, and then I'm like, oh, this has to happen again in like three days. Like, <laughs> Also, I'm just like so blown away that you even had the space to implement this podcast and it's become so successful and amazing. And like, really, you should be proud of yourself because I know how much you have going on, especially with a newborn. Well, I guess she's not newborn anymore. How old is she now? Six months? She's almost eight months. <gasps> she's so cute. Her first birthday will be in June. <gasps> I know what is the theme? Oh gosh, what are we gonna do? <laughs> I'm like, what are we gonna do? Something Italian, it has to be. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I didn't even think about. Yeah, like, <laughs> she could be. Yeah, it's also full summer, so it's not like we could have like a pasta party because it's gonna be like a thousand degrees outside. We could dress her up like a big meatball. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Okay. okay. Anyway, so you're in college, and you're over it. Okay, what was your next step after that? Okay. So then I, I, so I did the motions of college. I'm in my business degree. I'm content there. Um, and this was when Facebook was a huge thing. It was like before it was, I think, I don't think Instagram hadn't launched yet. So it was when everyone was addicted to Facebook, like Mm -hmm. how they are addicted to Instagram. And it was the time when you wanted more Facebook friends because you were cooler if you had more friends. It was like when you added people to add people. And now I go on my Facebook and I'm like, who are these people? And I'm like trying to delete them. So like <laughs> everything on there is way too personal. So I was living in LA and I was on Facebook and I saw Natasha. Oh my God. And, that's how and I saw, 
yeah, it's, it's so funny we met on Facebook. Um, but I saw that she was hanging out with a bunch of my friends from Maui, like a bunch of the boys I knew and mm-hmm. like just random people from Hawaii that I was still friends with on Facebook. And like everybody on the island knows each other. So like if a girl like Natasha, who's yeah. just so hot, <laughs> comes to the island, I'm like, who is this girl? And why is she hanging out with all my friends? And I was just like interested. <laughs> you know, it's like how yeah. you follow other pretty girls on Instagram. Yes. Like, like people think it's weird. I'm like, I don't. I, don't I love it. We love seeing other people's lives and want to know what they're doing. Yes, it's what, yeah. So it's what the platform is for. I just friend requested her. I think I don't. I don't remember exactly what happened, but I I requested her, and then she accepted me, and then we immediately just started talking. Mm. And she ended up telling me that she was like dating this guy on the west side of the island and I knew him because he was friends with my ex-boyfriend I was like oh my god you're dating so and so blah 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 and we were just like chatting 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 non-stop in our in the little like Facebook chat mm-hmm. and she was like do you want do you want to just Skype or Facebook video because yeah, you know when yeah. Facebook had the video feature and I was like okay and then we had like a, like a zoom date essentially <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then um we just hit it off. We just talked for hours and just kept in touch pretty much every day. We instantly became really, really close. And she ended up coming and visiting me in LA a couple of times. I would see her when I would go back to Maui. And then eventually she was like, you know what? I really want to get out of Hawaii. Is it cool if I stay with you in LA while I find a place? And I was like, yeah, of course. So this is when I lived in like a 500 square foot apartment in Santa Monica. My bed was the size of the room. Yeah, I had that. It was was really cozy. Um, I had that in New York. I was like, my bedroom was the bed. (laughs) Yeah, I imagine it would be something similar to what New York apartments were because it was so tiny. But I loved it to death. It was the cutest apartment ever. So anyway, she came to LA and stayed with me. We slept in my bed together for literally like four months. She didn't, she didn't, she never left. And... Natasha owned a production company. So she was doing like photo and video for some swimwear brands, clothing brands. She, she was shoot. already doing that. She was already doing it. Tasha's like, she's has a fucking the biz- beast. She's a sharp, like she has the business mindset of mm-hmm. like a top exec. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like she, yeah. she, she was born with it. She never studied it. Like she's, some people just have it or they don't. That's like, so I'm smart like, of her. That makes sense. That that's what she was doing. Yeah. So she, and she took that business from Australia and moved it to Hawaii and through shooting weddings and doing all sorts of stuff. So smart. yeah. So then when she moved to LA, I mean, I was in business school um, and I would help her on shoots and assist her. And I had a photography background so I could, you know, oh, I had the mm-hmm. eye. And so we kind of did it together. So it would literally be us going down to shoot a swim campaign, like in Malibu with with our, with our like friends mm-hmm. that we, you know, like we made friends with a lot of these swim companies through Tosh. Like she was obviously getting paid for this, but we were shooting the bikini models in bikinis, you yeah. know? So everyone was just like, this is ridiculous. Like these <laughs> girls were so funny. <laughs> and we just started, that's like how our relationship with the swim industry started. Mm. And then Natasha just loved photography. I loved it too. So we would do photo shoots of each other. We would like in our spare time, we'd go down to the beach and we'd just bring the bikinis we already owned. And I like, if I showed you the bikinis now, it's like crazy <laughs> because back in the day, like nothing fit me. Of course. Which is, you know, a much bigger story of this is how Monday essentially started. But taking a few steps back, so we would be shooting swimwear in our swimwear. And then that's how we developed our relationship with, you know, all these brands. And then Tosh and I, would do the photo shoots of each other and we would post. Okay. So then Instagram started, Instagram started and everyone was like uploading a photo of like their cup of coffee with yeah, like I a hideous that. filter. Yeah. Those and dumb like, filters. <laughs> yeah. Like it was just really bad. But Tosh and I were taking these photos that she had on her professional camera and posting them. So like immediately we were posting high quality professional mm-hmm. photos of us in bikinis and then yeah. we were doing, you know, Tosh and I together. And like, it just instantly went viral. So from there, Tosh was like, why don't we turn this bikini thing into a business? And that's how a bikini a day was born. Got it. So 
for those who don't know, a bikini a day is how Tosh and I started. It was, it a, was a very big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Swimwear, lifestyle, everything, travel and beauty. Mm-hmm. We it eventually became a huge blog. Um, but it started as just Instagram where we would feature different bikini brands on our account and they would pay us. So That's we, right. we've been getting paid from Instagram from a lot for a long time, you know, yeah. and like, now people call us OG influencers. I'm like, great. I'm like a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're old. we're getting old, dude. <laughs> you know, people. It's so funny because the other day, like, because I've been dabbling in TikTok a little bit, and on one of my TikTok videos, I called myself an influencer. It was like a funny one about whatever something with Walter. And then I got like all these people who don't know who I am because it's a whole new audience on TikTok being like, oh, this girl calling herself an influencer. What a loser. Like, oh, she thinks she's an influencer because she like because she has 20K on TikTok. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but also That's like, so isn't that so? But then a bunch of my followers like started defending yeah, me. Yeah, they were like, people, hello. Yeah. And they were like, she's an OG. I've been following her for 100 years. Our next sponsor is truly one of my favorites because everyone deserves some help or someone to talk to and it shouldn't be complicated and you shouldn't have to spend tons of time driving around and sitting in waiting rooms. Let's just cut to the chase. Better help is the best. (laughs) It'll help you assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private environment online. It is incredibly convenient and you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. This is not a self-help line. This is actual professional counseling done securely online. You can send a message to your counselor at any time and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus you can schedule weekly phone or video sessions and you never have to leave your house. You don't have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room anymore. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So this is my favorite part. It is free and super easy to change counselors if needed, which, you know, is really like the hardest part about therapy, right? It's like really finding your match. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. The service is available for clients worldwide and, you know, licensed professional therapists and counselors specialize in every category that you could possibly think of. So, It really is the most convenient. It's incredibly professional. Of course, anything you share is always confidential. And listen, if you don't believe me, just check out the testimonials that are posted daily to their website. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash Pia. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash P-N. If you're like my husband and I, sometimes when you try to smoke a little weed, you just get too high. <laughs> I, I mean this, I mean this so honestly, because we'll go from one puff of something thinking we're cruising to like pale, sweaty and nervous and you know, with today's weed, that can be a very dangerous game. We don't always have time to play reefer roulette when we're looking to light up. That's why we smoke dad grass. It is reviving the pleasure of the casual smoke so you can chill out without the stress. Dad grass is a legal, organic, smokable hemp that relaxes your body and mellows your mind. They're 100% organic. Pre-rolled joints are very low in THC and very high in CBD. So you can enjoy the effects of CBD while keeping a clear head. Literally, it's incredible. <laughs> you want the toke without the smoke? Dadgrass also has CBD tincture made with the same high quality hemp. It's easy to dose and the effects come on smooth. So chill without getting stoned. It's like having a glass of wine, but not the whole bottle. Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S. Whether you're looking for a new buzz or a chill way to enjoy an old favorite, Dadgrass is awesome. (laughs) Davide and I will tell you that honestly firsthand. We keep it on our side table. Right now, Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash best. Go to dadgrass.com slash best for 20% off your first order. That's dadgrass.com slash best. 
So that obviously became a really big deal. And then how long did you do that before you guys decided to do Monday? So we were doing that, I think, for about two years. And she was like managing you, right? Essentially. Well, I didn't really... I mean, we had... Our personal Instagram careers started from that. So I wasn't really getting a lot of big stuff solo until probably for like a couple years. So... I mean, Tasha and I were, yeah, she was essentially managing me. I guess you could say that. Um, It's nice to have somebody because I think it's always confusing. Like so many people want to have some sort of online presence, but I feel like I remember at one point, I remember because we wanted to like use you for something. And someone was like, you have to go through Tosh. Like Tosh is helping Devin because I don't think people really understand. They think like, oh, it's so easy. You're just posting photos on Instagram, but it's there's so many like contracts yeah, <laughs> involved no, sure. and it, also, you have to be really strategic and it's like very easy to, to mm-hmm. mess it up. A lot, a lot of people, it took a long time for us to like have our own um, identities mm-hmm. independent of each other because it was always Tosh and Dev. Oh, do you ever do stuff without Tosh or do you guys work as a pair? And for in the beginning, that was great. And I loved it. And I still love working with her. And I would be more than happy to work with her for the rest of my life. She's my best friend, my business partner. But yeah, I think it took people a little while to figure out that like we are completely different in our own ways. You know what yeah, I mean? You like, are very different. Very, very different. But that's why we work so well together because we're not stepping on each other's toes. We're not fighting over you know this and that. It's like, I trust her with my life, especially when it comes to business. I'm like... You just do what you do. I'll follow you. (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) Um, But so Monday Swim was born because we were wearing thousands and thousands of other people's swimwear and literally nothing fit me. Mm -hmm. Like, it's crazy that I started my career based off of like a bikini a day. But in reality, there were so many suits that didn't fit me. And that's why the majority of the stuff was always shot on Natasha because Mm -hmm. it literally didn't fit me. So it was, and then there was also like this weird time when brands sold everything as a set. Yes. That was, that was, that was normal up until not long ago. Everything was a fucking set. It's the stupidest thing because I'm like, well, I have to buy two bikinis to find something that fits me, Mm -hmm. you know, because I'm an extra large top and small bottom. I'm like, I'm not going to spend $400 on a bikini. They're expensive Mm -hmm. or yeah. So, um, it basically it just literally came out of a necessity for things that are missing in the market. And that was a consistent range. Mm-hmm. So like I'd find a suit from a brand that fit me that was supportive and comfortable, whatever, but it was like one in a million, mm-hmm. you know, they would yeah. never make something like that again. And then I have to wear the same suit for like five <laughs> years. Like I had in Hawaii, the only person I would get my suits from is this woman named Donna. And she would literally make, my friends and I bikinis and we'd give her 50 bucks and you oh, cool. go choose the fabric. <laughs> and it was so cute. And she would custom make it. it was That's so cute. So funny. Cause one time I actually found the bottoms in my, my trash because my parents threw them away. Cause she would literally make us thongs. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I tried to buy a bathing trash. suit in Hawaii. I went, the first time I went to Paia was with Erin Wasson. She found oh, it yeah. years ago. She's been a million times. And she's like, we're going to Hawaii. Like it was, I just had a bad breakup and like was just leaving my job and starting a new one. And she was like, this is the moment in life where you go to Paia. Like, this is like, you have to like, this is your place to get centered and like have fun. And like, you'll leave and be like, I'm a different person. And there's that one little bikini store. And Maui girl. Yeah. Like where the road dead ends. And it's, we stay at Paia in that hotel right there. Yeah. Yeah. And I like walked in and all the, you know, I have a giant butt and like all of the bottoms were literally, and Aaron's like a, you know, a, a needle and so yeah. tall. And she was like, oh my God, this, 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 this. She's like in heaven. And I was like, bro, like <laughs> these are thongs. <laughs> oh yeah. No, you just go with it. You just go with it. So, I mean, it's yeah, so, so cool seeing bodies in Hawaii, like how girls are so comfortable in bathing suits and how there's so many different ranges of bodies. Like we would go, mm-hmm. there's that Italian restaurant in Macawau on like Thursday nights. It's like ladies night or something. Casanova. Yeah. And we would go because there's like, it's like buy one, get one free drink. Yes. Oh my God, <laughs> ladies night. That's so funny. <laughs> and we would just be like, it's a, it's a crazy 
melting pot of a, you know, unfortunately it's an island that's completely been taken over by the U S and completely colonized. But like, you know, there really is such a vast variety of people on that Mm -hmm. island from it literally being in the middle of the Pacific ocean and to see all the different kinds of people wearing bathing suits. And it's it's a, it's like a fascinating culture to me. Yeah, it's true. I've never actually thought about that, that maybe that's part of the reason why I have become so confident in a bikini because I was literally raised in them. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just second nature to me. And then you come to a place like, I mean, California is the same, but a lot of other yeah, places. But if you live, it's not, if you don't live by the beach, I mean, really like right. I grew up here too, but it's not like I'm throwing on a bikini and like doing summer. Every so, like, day. Yeah. 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 It's like a totally different experience. Like you walk around with no fucking shoes on, you know, like you guys are like, it's yeah. a completely different way to live. It's really, it's fast. It's so freeing. It's so cool. Yeah. That's so funny. I remember one time when Yaro and I first started dating, I like, we like went to go pick up Tatsu or something. And I was in the car. I was like, I'm going to stay in the car, but you run in. And I like wore a robe to the car and didn't wear shoes. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, where are you? Where are your shoes? And I was like, all embarrassed. Like, oh shit, this is not okay here. Yeah, because not wearing shoes here is grimy as fuck. But like yeah. when I'm in Hawaii, I remember telling Davide, like, we don't have to wear shoes for days, dude. Like bring like one pair of flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody cares. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, um, so where were you guys initially like making the bathing suits, by the way? Because that's like a whole other thing. Like you were yeah. like, okay, we're going to start a swimwear brand. Like logistically, that is not easy. So we actually, so I don't, a lot of people don't know this, but Monday actually started as a licensee deal with oh, um, a company that approached us about doing a line and they, you know, produced our first line and they helped us with the designs, but we own the designs and we own the name. So we launched it with them and it's a very smart way to launch any sort of business. Yeah, it was. But I think that that really made us realize that we want to have complete control over everything and we have what it takes and we know exactly what we want. And you know, I think that's why Tasha and I still to this day, we don't work with a lot of people when it comes to our brand. We have a very small team because we are so particular. We know yeah. what we want and we like to control what we want. So I think working with other people was a big learning experience for us. But it's always a good way to get your foot in the door because... Oh, 100%. We wouldn't have known anything. You so don't then, know anything in the race. Yeah. So then we already had the designs, we had the name, and then we just... We launched right. it ourselves. Yeah, we we manufacture in China. We had um, a family friend of Natasha's kind of help us get our foot in the door with the factories and you know finding the right factory for us. And yeah, it's been you know how many years? Seven years now, I think. Oh my god, how many employees? Do I, you have? Um, I think we have like eleven now. I know it's like a real company. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you too, you're killing it. Yeah, but LPK is a part of Revolve. So like I have like one, you know, I have like my designer that I work with. And then, you know, there's our production girl also works on another brand. Like I share a lot of. Yeah, but even with Barancini, like the your olive oil, that's. Which is fabulous, by the way. Thank you so much. That's just me. (laughs) I just. Yeah, but that like. I, I hope that you guys are going to continue with that because the branding and everything is so yeah. good. That's and my the dream. Product no, it's is amazing. Best. It's the best. Like it's- Yaro barbecues and he's like, where's Pia's olive oil? <laughs> <laughs> he won't use anything else. I'll send you more. It's sold out. We just got it. Yeah. But that, you know, I always love to ask because I like, we don't know how like LPA is so depend it's re- it's so dependent on Revolve. And like, like Davide mm-hmm. is still the only employee for Gia. This morning he was like, I heard him on the phone and he goes, he's telling someone he's going to fucking Italy for production next month. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, he gets on the phone. Like, Are you fucking serious? <laughs> like we also haven't been on vacation. Like I was like trying to plan a weekend trip. And he's like on the phone with this guy. Like, yeah, you know, like the first two weeks of February, I'm probably out of here. And I was like, I literally spent two hours yesterday trying to fucking plan like four days away from us that in that time period. And he was like, oh, he's like, my factory told me that they're, they're, they are at the point where it's like, I have to go, you know, like you can only do so much from afar for so long. Right. And to bring his samples back is $2,000 in customs. So he's like, oh, I should just pay that a for a fucking trip and bring back the product. But it's, a, and then I was like, so then the store is going to be closed for a week. And he was like, yeah, I mean, I can't. And I was like, you need a fucking employee. Like, <laughs> like I was like, you can't like 
do yeah, the photo so there's shoot. There's no one in the shop. He's in the shop every day. Yes. I, also, I can't believe that it got broken into. That literally boils my blood. I know. It's like these kids saw a bike in there and they knew it was a good bike. And I think they've been like casing it. I'm honestly thankful so it wasn't product. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we what like, idiots. I'm like, this is all cashmere. Hello. Yeah, but you know, when the bike, like you can sell, these people aren't going to know to sell a kit. You know what I mean? It's not like, yeah, it's right, like right. Supreme or something. You can't like resell it somewhere for like, you know, it's like you yeah. can sell that bike. You, they can take the bike apart. They can sell the frame. They can sell the wheels. You know, you can make. Ugh. So I, you know, I always think like, like 11 employees, like, I mean, that's, you have to be selling a fucking insane amount of bathing suits. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, you guys are so smart about the new launches and you're so smart about the campaigns and like, it Thank must you. just be so interesting to be like, here we are like 10 years later, still on the beach, having really good eye for photos, like taking, like, you know, selling. Because I, I truly think it's because it's so authentic. Authentic. Who we are, exactly. You know? And that's why it's successful. And that's why, you know, you're, you're homeware and you're, Mm-hmm. Your olive oil is successful because that's who you are. You know, that's, mm-hmm. it's so you and Tosh is the same story. You know, she grew up on the beach and Sydney loves the beach, loves yeah. the ocean. And like her and I are just total beach girls, you mm-hmm. know? So it's really comes true to who we are, you know? And even to this day, like it doesn't feel like work. And I know I'm so so blessed to be able to say something like that because of people would die to, you know, have a brand that doesn't feel like work or just to work for themselves. And that's also something now that I'm getting older is that I'm just so grateful that mm-hmm. I have the opportunity to just work for myself, you know, because I'm, as you know, now from my high school experience, <laughs> I don't like guidelines. I don't like bound. I don't like people telling me what to do. So it just, it feels really good to actually be creating a product that's true to who I am, but also that's helping so many girls out there feel confident in swimwear. I mean, that's, that's really the main thing for me that makes me so happy about what we do. Is oh that God, your bathing we, suits are the only bathing suits that fit me. That's what I mean. There's so many. I mean, and my mom in that oh, fucking oh. one piece, my mom, I don't know she what is wrong so with her. Good. She's so self-conscious about her body. Like, and I can't imagine being her age and like, it's now, you know, like just she looks at her skin. She's like, my skin is like not what it used to be. Like, she's just like, what? Like, I can't show my legs. And oh, she's, she's just beautiful. so, and she put on that bathing suit and like walked out of her room and like trotted around. And Davide and I were she like, so oh my good. God, like she feels so confident. There's something about the one pieces that just yeah. go like, like in the mm-hmm. nicest way you feel like, like, I feel like my tits look so good and my ass looks really good. And I feel like they're like lifted. And then mm-hmm. I feel like my waist looks tiny. Like, I feel like my assets are like being flaunted, but not like my boobs going to fall out or something. Like, I yeah. feel secure so it's, it's, and everything. It's functional. And then it fits, but it still makes you feel sexy. And then for us, it's just really making things in core colors that people actually would want to wear and rewear for the rest of their yes, lives. I'm so like, nice because I'm so tired of crazy patterns and shit. You yeah, wear that bathing suit once, you don't want it again. That's the thing. Tosh and I, are, we have a very simple, like personal style. Like this is what I wear every day, literally Same. this shirt and jeans. Yeah. So we just wanted, you know, our, like we do some prints here and there, but it's nothing crazy. There's no fringe. There's no tassels or, no, you, you know, it's, it's just, it's very simple and chic and, that's how we kind of have always, I mean, obviously we've had our ups and downs with our style because back in the day I used to wear some weird <laughs> shit. Of course. But you, know even, I mean? you know, like I cleaned out my closet last week and I, you know, I have like my one like bikini drawer, which has always been so hard for me because like my, you know, my weight's always fluctuated and I always right. feel weird about stuff. And I've just always, you know, I'm just a girl who is normal and has weird body stuff. And that's always been a drawer that's like panicked me. And I right. literally took out a bunch of stuff that I know I'm not going to wear anymore. And the, all the stuff I left in, and I'm not shitting. It was all my Monday stuff and the sarongs. And I was like, here's my cute button down that goes with my I sarong and my gorgeous bathing suit. You know, like my mom too. She was like, this is like, I'm keeping this for the, re-. like my, you know, my mom bought like a one piece Calvin Klein bathing suit. I remember like seven years ago or something. And it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. They were going on a trip 
and she still has it. And that's like the bathing suit. That she, and so now for her to have, she's like, oh, all the, she was like, do you think they'll give me one in like another color? And I'm like, yeah, of course we can ask her. I'll buy it. Like, <laughs> well, it's well, no big deal. But you know what I mean? It was like, I didn't you know. It was no Hannah like sent me another one, but it was so cute. Like she was like, put like felt comfortable putting her bathing suits on and like, no, loves but it, them. I mean, it is like, it's a very sensitive topic and it's mm-hmm. something that comes, you know, so easily to Natasha and I, cause we were raised in bikinis, but for a woman, it's like, you're putting something, firstly, women, like we're all self-conscious. I still get self-conscious all yeah, of of the time. Every woman deals with this. So if you're putting something on, but you're basically naked, Literally. like you want to feel <laughs> as comfortable as possible in that situation. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like, if, if we can give that to somebody even just to one girl, I'm like, okay, I feel good. Like, I feel happy. It's the best feeling in the world. Yeah. Parallel is the first and only OBGYN founded women's vitamin brand. They bundle all the daily vitamins a woman needs into one recyclable daily packet with formulations tailored to wherever you are in your hormonal life cycle. I've been taking the mom multi since my daughter was born, that is eight months ago. And it's made to support you through the early years of motherhood with added supplements to help manage stress and promote healthy hair, skin, and nails. It's a dream to be able to just take one packet pre-made for me that has all the things I need to be my best self. What's really exciting is they also just launched a women's multi that all women of reproductive age can take. It's called the Women's Daily Vitamin Trio. Parallel Women's Daily Vitamin Trio was formulated by a team of OBGYNs, nutritionists, endocrinologists, and naturopathic doctors. Each daily packet conveniently bundles three vitamins, a multivitamin, an omega, and a beauty blend capsule made of biotin and collagen. One daily packet covers all of your nutritional bases, making it easy to ensure you're not overdosing yourself with too many nutrients. You can subscribe for $38 a month for a 30-day supply, which is a a tremendous value considering all the vitamins you're getting. Parallel is on a mission to fund women's health for every new subscription to the Women's Daily Vitamin Trio. Parallel donates a percentage of all sales to support women's health advocacy and research. Exclusively for life with everything is the best listeners, Parallel is offering 15% off your first three months of Parallel with code BEST15. Head to Parallel.co. That's P-E-R-E-L-E-L.co. And if you don't love it, you can cancel anytime and there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. Ring Concierge is the luxury jewelry brand founded by Nicole Wegman to truly disrupt a traditionally male-dominated industry. It is the ultimate luxury jeweler designed for women by women. It's a favorite among celebrities and influencers. Let me tell you how cool this is. So if you are dating someone and you think maybe this is your person and you want and deserve the ring of your dreams, you can just pop on a ring concierge and get started designing your own ring. It can just get a little mock-up of it, keep it living there, maybe hint, hint to your future partner that it's already waiting for him. And boom, it's like taking initiative on something that you will wear the rest of your life. It really redefines the idea of luxury and fine jewelry for a new generation of women. It's incredible. Listen, If you're looking to get engaged, their bespoke service is, like I said, the very definition of the brand, but they also have tons of other already pre-made rings that are very easy to change and adjust with the shape of the diamond. Maybe you want to change the type of gold or metal. It's so easy. And all the rest of their jewelry, even their tennis necklaces, their bracelets, it's all fabulous. The best part is you can keep building your collection, whether it's some stocking rings or the bracelets, like I said, it's just everything you need in a one-stop shop. You can find Ring Concierge on Instagram at Ring Concierge or on their website at Ring Concierge. That's R-A-N-G-C-O-N-C-I-E-R-G-E.com. Ringconcierge.com and at Ring Concierge on Instagram. I also admire how you guys have, you never talk about how much money the brand makes. There was like one interview that you guys did. 
<laughs> yeah, like I think we did something. I mean, if it's for like Forbes or it was Forbes, but it was I'm the like, first okay. time that you guys had ever. I remember you saying right. like we never do interviews like this or like disclose. Well, yeah. Well, I was just you know raised to not talk about money like that anyway. So I, it's just always kind of an uncomfortable thing when you have a business like for Tosh and I because we started in bikinis with the bikini day. Everyone always thought, oh, these hot girls this girl with the big boobs, like Mm -hmm. that's how people, a lot of people who don't know me perceive me, you know? So it is kind of nice to flex a little (laughs) and shut them down a little. Cause I'm like, okay, this is a serious business. You know what I mean? This is, this is our life. This is what we've worked so hard for. We have, yeah. 11. By the way, managing 11 people like you, like that's a, that's a job in itself. Oh my God. Absolutely. And we did this all just the two of us with no help from anybody, you know? So So Tasha and I are definitely really humble about that aspect because that's just a kind of... But most people love to say like, we made this amount in our first year and like, here we are now and blah, 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 blah. And like, there's this weird like entrepreneurial thing that happens where everyone wants to like show mm-hmm. off how much money they're making and like rate like you guys are so smart to have never like raised money or like brought in another partner or, like you own your business yeah it feels good I mean for us it's kind of like it's nice to show the people that are hesitant or don't really believe in us like all you have to do is send them the Forbes article and they're like oh you know like yeah. <laughs> people who don't get it mm-hmm. you know like older generations or like you know, older people in my family that might not get it. And oh, yeah. I get it. I get it why they wouldn't get it. You know, mm-hmm. it's confusing. It's confusing. Davide's dad all... does not, he's like, sees us on Instagram and he'll call Davide all the time and be like, so people are buying the things that you make. Like what people? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like, I understand why totally. a lot of people don't get it. Cause it's, it's weird. But I think that, you know, the way that you like integrate your like influencer stuff, which you do so well, because I think that you and I are now you in a too, place. by the way. Thank you. But I finally feel comfortable enough to, well, I'm grateful that I can turn down jobs that I wouldn't do, you know, and I can yes. really be authentic to what I actually like. And I truly don't promote anything that I don't like anymore. But by the way, I think for anybody listening, because a lot of our listeners are like trying to figure out what the fuck they're going to do with their lives. Like, I even said this to someone the other day that I used to work with. Like, she just started posting, you know, she has a job and just started doing influencer work on Instagram. And every fucking day, it's a different product. And there's Mm -hmm. no synergy between any of these products or like why she should be promoting this thing one day and like than like throwing a right. dinner party because she got free dining room chairs for this other thing. Mm. But then it's like this. And I, and she like, she's like, I'm so busy. Like I can't breathe. Like da da da. And I, and I was like, you're literally saying yes to every job. And I know that turning, cause I, you know, there's been obviously lots of moments in my life where I'm like fucking, you know, I can't, there's no money in my bank account until my next fucking paycheck comes right. or whatever. Like, yeah. I, but I'm like, you have to say no. Mm-hmm. Because you're gonna, you're not gonna have any longevity, and if people don't trust you, you have nothing on Instagram. Right. You have nothing. Like if you are yeah. just promoting anything out in the fucking world, everyone's gonna be like, "This is like a weird product pusher who's trying it's to pair." It's true. Across. I mean, people are smart. We all get it. We all get how Instagram and influencers work. And if I follow an Instagram or an, an influencer that I like, and they're promoting a product. And I trust them. I'm like, cool, good for them. They're Always. making money. Like, and I, you know, I, there's like, so many things that I buy from someone like you were always where I'm like, ooh, thank you so much for talking to me today because I've wanted to have you on for so long and I feel, I, I just love you so much and I like admire what you guys have built so you. much. And when you and Tosh reunited in Fiji, I just, what I wrote like the funniest <laughs> comment, it came to me. I was like, why am I crying into my wine watching two hot chicks embrace in Fiji? <laughs> oh, that was literally was like, like my highest view reel. Like everyone was waiting for it. Because <laughs> like, you guys hadn't seen each other in how long? Two years. And she's still in town? Yeah, they, her and um, Theo just went to New York today, but she'll be back. So when she's okay. back... I really want to see let's, her. Let's do a dinner because I would love to yes. like also see Lenny and uh, Jeremy before she pops and 
Rocky yeah, yeah, and Matt, yeah. let's, we should do a big dinner at the house or something. That would be fun. Oh, but that. thank you so much well, for having me. I love you so, so course. much. I'm so happy we're friends. <laughs> and yeah, I hope everyone. Once I put on normal clothes, I need to get out of this house and hang out with people. Yeah, I'm come. You should bring Carmela <laughs> over and we can watch dark shows and she can sleep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, I love you. All thank right, you. I love you. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao.